Hello and welcome to Random Draw, a trip through the vinyl archive to WTBR-FM. When TBR moved to the new facilities here at Pittsfield Community Television, it brought along with it a tremendous asset, its vinyl collection. Numbering nearly 20,000 pieces, including full albums, EPs, singles, and so much more. The purpose of this program is to take you back in time to enjoy the early days of WTBR when these records were brand new. I'm your host, David Cachet, and over the last couple of years, I've acted as sort of an archivist of this great collection. Now just imagine, if you will, a wall full of records, sorted into sort of cubby holes with about 150 records in each section. I'm going to be choosing one of these cubby holes to grab records from, and I'm just going to be randomly selecting records off the wall of our studio and playing them for you. That's right, playing the actual vinyl records that have been in the WTBR archives for decades. Now each record in our collection has a catalog number listed on it, and it coincides with the order in which it was received by the WTBR DJs back in the day. Its first two digits represent the year it came in, and the remaining three or four digits will tell you in what order they received the LP. So if you hear me say a number after a record title, that's what that catalog number means. Tonight we're going to take a look back at the catalog year 1987, but this show will feature many albums that were actually released in the last part of 1986. So let's begin with a program with a great one-hit wonder from 1987, and that's the group Timbuk3. Now, Timbuk3 were a husband and wife band from Madison, Wisconsin that released their debut album in late 1986. The album, Welcome to Timbuk3 on IRS Records, that's catalog number 87-041, was their only album to break into the top 100 album charts. The band would eventually release six albums before ending in 1995, but they did appear on many soundtrack albums like movies DOA and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Anyways, their first single would prove to be their only charting single in the U.S., so let's listen to that tune that reached number 19 on the Hot 100. Here's the one-hit wonder Timbuk3 with My Future So Bright, I Gotta Wear Shades, right now on Random Draw. Things are going great And they're only getting better 
How about this one? No, no, not that one. How about this one? Yes, play that one really loud. WTBR. Katie Lang in the reclines right there with Rose Garden. And before that, we heard Concrete Blonde with Still in Hollywood. And we started the show off today with that one-hit wonder, Tin Buck Three, and the future so bright I gotta wear shades. Now, Concrete Blonde were a band from Hollywood, California, who had their biggest chart success in 1990 with their album Bloodletting and the single Joey, which got plenty of airplay on MTV and alternative radio. In 1986, they were releasing their debut self-titled album on IRS Records, number 87-057 here at WTBR. Now, just like the first band we heard, Timbuk3, releasing their solo album in 1986. And also like Timbuk3, they'd be featured on the soundtrack to the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. See, what a connection. This whole show is about connections sometimes. 
The song you heard, Still in Hollywood, was the second single released from the debut album, but it failed to chart. But that's okay, as it set up the sound and style of Concrete Blonde that would continue on and off until 2012. Once again, that was Concrete Blonde with Still in Hollywood. Now, Katie Lang was a Canadian pop singer, country singer, songwriter who was putting out her second album with her backing band, The Reclines, in 1987. The album Angel with a Lariat, which was put out by Sire Records, and that's catalog number 87-065. Now, it was produced by the guitarist and singer Dave Edmonds, who had hits of its own like I Knew the Bride and I Hear You Knocking. Yeah, stay tuned for maybe a little Dave Edmonds. Now, this album was Lang's first album to be released outside of her native Canada, and was able to get up to number 53 on the U.S. country album charts. And we heard her cover version of the country classic song Rose Garden, made famous in 1970 by Lynn Anderson. Once again, that was Katie Lang and the Reclines here on Random Draw. Our next set of music begins down under with another group primarily known as a one-hit wonder here in the States, and that's Pseudo Echo. This Australian power pop band formed in 1982 and actually had their biggest hit in 1987 with their cover of the disco hit Funky Town. Now this song was released on a re-release of their album called Love and Adventure. However, here at WTBR we have the original version of that album that doesn't feature their biggest hit. So we're going to have to listen to their second biggest charting single and this song hit number four in their native Australia and would become the second of four top ten hits down under. Here's Pseudo Echo with Don't Go uh, right now on Random Draw.
get a job That's just the way it is Some things will never change That's just the way it is Ah, but don't you believe them Bruce Hornsby in the range with The Way It Is. Before that, we heard Dave Edmonds on a live version of I Knew the Bride When She Used to Rock and Roll. 
And we started off that set of music with One Hit Wonder, Pseudo Echo, and Don't Go. I remember in the show where I mentioned earlier about Katie Lang's album, Angel with a Lariat, being produced by Dave Edmonds? Well, who knew I'd be playing him only a couple tracks later? I guess I did. That's not important. Anyway, Dave Edmonds hailed from the great country of Wales. And he started in his first band with his brother at just 10 years of age back in 1954. Now, he started a solo career in 1970 when he had the number one smash hit, I Hear You Knockin'. In late 1986, he put out his first solo live album called I Hear You Rockin' on Columbia Records, catalog number 87-001. That's right, the first album to be cataloged that year in 1987. The song I played, I Knew the Bride, When She Used to Rock and Roll, was written by, written by fellow singer-songwriter Nick Lowe and was a big hit for Edmonds originally in 1977. Once again, that was Dave Edmonds. Now, Bruce Hornsby was a singer and amazing piano player who can move between all sorts of music with ease. He has won Grammys in the pop category, the bluegrass category. He's released jazz albums, and he's also toured extensively with the Grateful Dead as their keyboardist. In 1986, Bruce Hornsby and the Range were releasing their debut album, The Way It Is, on MCA Records. Excuse me, that was RCA Records, catalog number 87-007. The record proved to be very successful and won the group the Best New Artist Grammy Award that year. Now, the album would climb all the way to number three on the Billboard 200 charts, and the single you heard, The Way It Is, along with Mandolin Wind, you know, the other big song from that album, helped the album be certified triple platinum. Once again, that was Bruce Hornsby in the range with Mandolin Wind. We're going to take a short break right now on Random Draw. I'll be back in just a moment to hear some more random music from the year 1986, 1987 or so, right here from the uh, WTB archive. So stay tuned right here on Random Draw. 89.7 89.7 WTRFM Pittsfield. Vessel send shockwaves around the world. Okay, alrighty, let's play some tunes. Just when you thought radio was getting dull, WTBR has something to brighten up your night. Really? It's called TBR After Hours, and overnight Saturday at midnight, you'll hear a solid hour of a recording artist or band, the hits, as well as deep press with limited commercial interruption. Impressive. Most impressive. TBR After Hours is hosted by The Minster. Isn't that the same guy you hear on classic TBR? Hmm. It's TBR After Hours, overnight Saturday at midnight, right here on WTBR, and also available on podcast. Underwriters are so important for keeping this station alive. Hi, this is Sean Sayre, Executive Director of PCTV. I'd like to thank our local businesses for supporting Pittsfield Community Radio and for believing in the mission of the station. When you hear underwriting messages on the air, you know those companies support WTBR-FM. If you're listening now and your business would like to join in and support us, call me today at 445-4234 and get involved or visit us at WTBRFM.com. It will make all the difference. Hey, this is Chief Wynn with the Pittsfield Police Department and Lieutenant Gary Traversa. Hey, Gary. Hey, Chief. We just want to remind all of our listeners and viewers to tune in every Friday for On Patrol with the PPD here on WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and also on Pittsfield Community Television. Right, Gary? Don't miss Friday mornings, 9 a.m. on WTBR FM. All the happenings at the Pittsfield Police Department. On Patrol with the PPD here on WTBR 89.7 FM, Attention, whoever you are, this channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Oh, lady, do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? And we are back here on Random Draw. I'm your host, David Cachet, and we are listening to songs from the 1987 shelf of WTBR, and we're going to hear songs from late 1986, early 1987. 
Now remember to subscribe to the podcast of Random Draw by visiting wherever you get podcasts, including Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music, so on and so forth. Also visit our station's website for more information at WTBRFM.com. There you can find a full schedule of all of our great programming and listen to every other podcast from the channel. We're going to jump across the pond for the next few songs and hear from some British artists from 1987. We're going to start with the House Martins, a group formed in 1983 in the city of Hull, England. They would only put out a couple albums and have a few hit singles before splitting up in 1988. They would actually have six top 40 hits in the UK and one of them would hit number one. Now when they broke up in 1988, two of the members of the group would go on to form the band The Beautiful South and their bass player Norman Cook would go on to have an amazing career as a DJ under his better known name Fatboy Slim. In 1986, they would put out their album London Zero Hull 4 on Go Discs, and it would feature one of their biggest hits. Here's the top five UK hit Happy Hour by the House Martins right now on Random Draw. What a good place to be Don't believe it What a good place to be Don't believe I Dance to the gun 
Bucks Fizz with New Beginning, Mumbo Sarah. Before that, we heard the Screaming Blue Messiahs and Wild Blue Yonder, and we started that set off with the House Martins and their hit song, Happy Hour. You can sort of see how the House Martins influenced groups like the Bare Naked Ladies. Sounded very similar. Now, the Screaming Blue Messiahs were a London-based rock band formed in 1983. It was one of the greatest band names ever. I mean, you got to love the Screaming Blue Messiahs. This power trio group was signed to the major label in 1985 and put out their first full-length album in late 1986. The album Gunshy was released on Electra Records, that's catalog number 87-059 here at WTBR, and it was a critical success and peaked at number 90 on the UK album charts. The band would put out two more albums before breaking up in 1990 after they had some contentious time with their record label, which resulted in them in being dropped from that label and their catalog of albums being deleted from distribution, and it wasn't until they were streaming many years later you could actually find them again. Once again, that was the Screaming Blue Messiahs with their song Wild Blue Yonder. Now, Bucks Fizz was a British pop group who were first thrust into the spotlight by winning the 1981 Eurovision contest with their song Making Your Mind Up. Actually, you know, all the history of the uh, Eurovision contest, I pretty much know like three artists from that contest. I know Bucks Fizz, I know ABBA, and I know Celine Dion. Those are the only three I think I know in the entire history of Eurovision to win the contest. Now, Bucks Fizz had three number one songs in the UK and ended up being one of the biggest selling groups of the 1980s. However, they never had any success in the States. In November of 1986, they put out their final album, the appropriately titled The Writings on the Wall, on Polydor Records, catalog number 87-068. The album would feature their final ten, top ten hit, the song you just heard, New Beginning, Mambo Serra, which peaked at number eight in England. Now, the group continues today as two separate groups, one featuring one original member and the other featuring the other three members, and that group is simply called The Fizz. So that was Buck's Fizz with The New Beginning. Now, this last set of music features three members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and we begin with David Byrne, lead singer of the band Talking Heads. In 1986, he directed a feature film called True Stories, and his band put out an album of tunes used in the film, songs like Wild Wild Life, which was on their True Stories album. Now, we do not have that album right now. Instead, we have the mostly instrumental album, Sounds from True Stories, which is catalog number 87-069. Now, the album features many different artists and includes a lot of the instrumental background tracks heard in the film. So let's listen to one of those by the director himself. Here's David Byrne with Freeway Sun on Random Draw.
No. 
Eric Clapton, and it's in the way that you use it. Before that, we heard Phil Collins would take me home, and we started off this last set of music with David Byrne, and it's instrumental, Freeway Sun. Now, Take Me Home, of course, was not originally from an album released in 1987, or 1986 for that matter. It originally appeared on the Phil Collins smash hit album No Jacket Required, released in 1985. But for the purposes of this show, it was played because it was featured on the Miami Vice 2 soundtrack, released in late December 1986. Collins himself has appeared as an actor on the show before, and his song In the Air Tonight was used very effectively on the show in the first season. Now, the first soundtrack to the program proved to be so popular they put out another edition in 1986, and ultimately they released five different versions of albums from the Miami Vice soundtrack era. So, all the way up until 2002, I want to say, they were still releasing albums from the uh, show. Now, the final track by Eric Clapton, It's in the Way That You Use It, was taken from his solo album August on Warner Brothers Records, catalog number 87 005. Now, this song was also featured on a soundtrack, this one for the movie The Color of Money, directed by Martin Scorsese. Now, the track shot the number one on the rock track charts in the States, but was never actually charted on the Hot 100. Now, also interestingly enough, the rest of the album, August, was produced by Phil Collins, who had just heard prior to Clapton. So that's twice now on this episode that a producer of one album on this show was the singer on another track. See, I told you, it's all about connections here on Random Draw. Well, that about wraps it up for us here at Random Draw. If you'd like to learn more about WTBR or have an idea for your own show, just visit our website at WTBRFM.com. Until next time on Random Draw, I've been your host, David Cachet. We'll see you later.